Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to episode 319 of See You Next Wednesday, a pop culture and film podcast where a single die roll decides what movies we have to see. This episode drops on October 11th, 2018, late night. Uh, my name is Dan Gorman, and over here is our crowning achievement in amusement technology, an electronic version of what you call table tennis. <laughs> my name is Greg Legro, and I don't know why more kids aren't named Death is Sweeter Than Life. Fine boy you have here. <laughs> and my name's Jamie Dew. Knock, knock. Who's there? Eric Estrada. Eric Estrada who? Eric Estrada from Chips. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have lots of stuff to talk about this yes. week. Uh, Casey is out for yep. the week, and Jamie filling in. in. Awesome. Yeah. Hi, Jamie Dew. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thanks oh for being God. here. Thank Good you so here. much. It's nice to see you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you nice guys have a podcast together. Yeah. So we should plug that. Okay. We should. Sure, right yeah. off the top. Let's mm-hmm. plug it right off the top. Yeah. Hey, kids. Yeah. I mentioned it on the show before. Yes. But yeah. We do a fully and completely uh, Tragically Hip podcast where we uh, go through all of the albums uh, in chronological yeah. order. Am I doing the thing? Yeah. You are. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. That's yeah. what we do. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Give it a listen. Yeah. yeah. We added all of Gord's uh, solo albums. Yes, I love that. Yeah, yeah, so me too. Like that was a good episodes move. or so so far. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah sweet. We're about about at the halfway mark. I guess. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sad. It is sad. <laughs> I was thinking about that today. I'm like sadness, and the, I think feel like it's going to get sadder. <laughs> yeah, really. Yeah, it's really, really going to get sad at the end. I do like that. I saw some people on the Facebook group saying like, "Oh, I'm so glad that you guys that that you guys liked the one that you did uh, in Violet Light because." Mm. I do think that they're a band that have a really interesting career. I'm not a huge fan, but I, you've played me stuff on this show. Like mm. you gave us one of the later albums, and and it was really cool and interesting. And I feel like they're a band that a lot of people kind of like didn't fall off of. But I feel like they but, do have stuff happens. in the late career where yeah. like it's actually not as talked about as much. As, no, but it's like remarkably yeah. good. The second half of their career that wasn't super popular, yeah. was fucking dynamite. <laughs> there was no, they didn't like you know. Well, let's just phone it in and do some blues riffs mm-hmm. garbage I'm, going on. I am absolutely discovering that. Yes, yeah. I'm I, one of those people that sort of fell out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. They were still trying real hard, <laughs> <laughs> really putting something into it. It's great. 
But not nice. in a gross, like, U2 yeah, trying yeah. hard Oh, way. God. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. <laughs> yeah, don't try like that. No. No one like that. Anyway. But, so, uh, yeah. yeah. Check it out fully and completely. Yeah, man. Greg and Jamie. It's on Spotify. Yeah. It's on Spotify. Yeah, totally. Spotify. So you could hey, listen. and then next Wednesday is on Spotify. Yeah, we're That's on Spotify, right. too. Yeah. It's a segue. Yeah. That's very cool. <laughs> Check it out. Yeah. <laughs> Check us out there. Uh, Facebook and Twitter at SYNWPC. And uh, tell all your friends about us in real life. Realizing podcasts are on Spotify yeah. was a game changer for me. <laughs> it was great. Yeah. Like, like, like the, the app I use is fine, but it's just so much easier. Yeah, when you're in there already. I'm just like, because I'm always in there with anyway. So, yeah. yeah. It's nice. Just queue them up. I'm like, oh, right. This is here. Yeah. It's good. Sweet. Good. Um, so. News. News and things that we've been watching. I wrote down some news. Um, and I'm going to open it up and look at it right now. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's, but we've been off for a little while, mm-hmm. but uh, there's lots of new news. Mm. Um, I wrote down that uh, there was a trailer that came out today. The Pet Cemetery. Trailer. Oh, I didn't get a chance. Did you, you guys see that? I no, I haven't seen it. Okay. It's, I hear it looks great, though. It looks really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's the directors of Starry Eyes, which Greg and I have talked about on the mm-hmm. show a couple times. Yeah. Good movie. Really good movie. Yeah. This looks great, and I really want to see it. I don't know really what else to say. I really like that John Lithgow's in this as Judd. Yeah. What a great cast. That's awesome. Yeah. And the first movie, uh, yeah, you remake this one because that first yeah. movie's not good. It's not a good movie. I like it. But yeah, it's, it's not fine. It's, it's pretty, got some amazing things in it. It does have some moments. Yeah. As far as trashy like or lower tiers Stephen King movies go, it's not bad. Yeah. Um, I like. There's some genuinely frightening stuff in that movie. I feel like the worst thing about that movie is... The, the cast is just like solid like the some of yeah, the mains yeah. are like they're just kind of like all right mm-hmm. like if there were some more heavy hitters in it maybe it yeah. would be a little bit more well remembered yeah uh, yeah but that is a, a problem yeah and uh i was disappointed with it ultimately for years like I, I, I it took a long time before i could just appreciate it as like a mid-grade okay horror movie because the, pet cemetery was the first stephen king novel i yeah. read and it scared the fucking shit out of me and it turned me into a Stephen King junkie and then I immediately devoured everything I could find. So I had, I like found out there was going to be a movie. I was like, yeah, that movie, that book was terrifying. I saw the movie. I'm like, whatever. Yeah. You fucking idiots. <laughs> I could do better. That's so is this what's going to happen now? Said. Like, is everything going to get remade and done like with more prestige? Is that, I would is that the idea? So. Yeah, I guess so. Because this, this is, they're like treating this like, like yeah. a real yeah, property. It looks, it, it looks very obviously true to the source material. It looks very reminiscent of the first film. Um, I would say it does kind of carry over the Starry Eyes directors have that kind of sort of... Uh, it, it's not outwardly colorful. It's very drab looking. Mm-hmm. And Starry Eyes kind of had a little bit of that. It was kind yeah. of grimy. Um, so it brings that over. Um, and the only thing about the trailer that I wasn't 100% sold on is there was a, a lot of shots of like kids roaming around the the cemetery wearing like weird like wooden masks and stuff mm-hmm. and I was kind of like oh, okay that just looks like a little bit like a modern scare twist like yeah. it just looked like something that was not what I expected but no. it's otherwise very looks safe really good either. Yeah. wooden masks <laughs> yeah. my yeah. god yeah uncomfortable yeah, yeah so absolutely. I, it looks really good I th- I'm on When does it come out? It. Um mm. I'm not sure is it this, is it this be, year, though? It's soon, yeah. It should be okay. before Halloween if they yeah, know what they're doing. So. But that's uh, late for a trailer, then. Mm-hmm. Actually, it's not until April. Oh, next year? Yeah. Oh, wow. Oh. So April. Yeah, April 5th. Okay. I guess they want that summer. Yeah. Early summer. That's Fair weird, enough. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, they don't want to compete with Halloween and... Uh, yeah. It's true. All yeah. the nothing else that's coming out <laughs> for Halloween. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, <laughs> I also the the big news I wrote down was about James Gunn. Yeah, that's bananas. James Gunn wanting to or maybe being attached to a uh, Suicide Squad too. Yeah, and I hear they're giving him clean slate. Like he like yeah. he can is like if you want to just throw the baby out with the bathwater and start over yeah you fucking go ahead buddy you do what you want <laughs> can you imagine if they didn't <laughs> yeah <laughs> he just keeps everybody okay, i'm sure <laughs> i bet uh, like the only thing is like we'd like to keep margot Robbie. yeah but everything else who gives we don't give a fuck will smith maybe whatever <laughs> yeah no one need, he doesn't need to be there sure so, yeah. like a character no one's ever heard of uh <laughs> no one care i mean i've heard of him but but i don't care for him he, he's not a th- no one cares yeah that's he not a, like fine a, he's f- uh, fine <laughs> exactly is the yeah. way he is fine so i'm a wrestling guy and mm. i was on my wrestling website yesterday and they actually had a something from dave bautista Talking about how yes. he's already basically said he wants to be part yeah, of it. He this. wants to be a part if of Gun's it. Gun's part of it. He's so on board yeah, with Gun. Yeah. He wants to be part of it. Th- this is well, one maybe of those... you get, we'll get a, a correct Bane now. Yeah. Why not? This mm-hmm. this news was one of those kind of weird scenarios where my initial reaction was like, oh, I don't want him to go do a Suicide Squad movie, really. Like, I like what he is doing, and, I, and it didn't excite me. But then when it was like he wants to jump on, and maybe he'll be able to, like, do something interesting and they'll give him sort of like free reign. Then I, the more I started thinking about it, the more I thought like, Oh, this could be good because at first I was like, Oh, this is great for DC, but not really for gun because I don't really want him stuck because they've been fucking everything up. Like Seems I don't want like him it. over there, but then it does kind of seem like maybe they'll but give they're, him. There's they're, they're free to start over now. Yeah. The Superman's gone. Batman's yeah. gone. <laughs> they are starting over. Yeah. So, or, you know, they why don't they just it? get the cartoon people to take over like their universe? Yeah, they've got that yeah. down. DC animated is great. <laughs> it really is. Really good. I love all those I, movies. There's a so newish good. one, isn't there? I keep seeing stuff for for like Batman animated movies. I'm like, mm. they make a lot of those. They yeah, they do. Yeah. Yeah. And they're, yeah. they're all quite good. The only one that I really didn't care for was Killing Joke. Yeah, I heard that wasn't great. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I See, I didn't mind it, but you probably were... The well, source, yeah, the material, they added right? all of this stuff that wasn't in it uh, with like Batman banging... Batgirl banging yeah. Barbara Gordon, which is weird because he's like buddies with Jim Gordon, Commissioner Gordon. It's like, sort of weird, yeah. Sorry, I banged your daughter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a bat. Uh, <laughs> it's, and then he's cold and like a dick about it. I'm like, I don't want, what is what are we doing here? What is This isn't adding yeah. anything to the story because if you know the story, it doesn't end very well yeah. for Barbara. It's a rough, anyway, it's stupid. Um, almost as stupid as drawing Batman's dick in a comic. Yeah. Did you guys hear about this? What? I heard, no. <laughs> I heard rumblings of this. Yeah. DC released their new, yeah. like, mature line of comics for the adult All reader. dicks. <laughs> and apparently that's what they want. Yeah. The first ep- uh, issue of Batman Damned, I believe the uh, the title is, Batman comes home from Batmanning and strips out of his bat suit. Yeah. And there's his dick. <laughs> that is it's like in shadow but it's like someone so but it's almost worse that they drew like it's like a front shot of him front naked but deep shadow but then there's like a lot a lot a, a shimmer of light just catching like the like vader helmet and like yeah. like don't why say did that. you draw his dick <laughs> why yeah who was like does batman have a dick i need to know <laughs> show me his dick how that big is, is it? Which side does it swing to? Hard to the right. <laughs> well, I'll be googling uh, something tonight for sure. Yeah, oh, check it out. It's fucking bananas. Now they're backing hard on it. They, it's been. Uh, I gotta stop saying hard. <laughs> <laughs> <And> bananas. <laughs> 
Um, it's uh, it's been removed from all digital versions of this and all future print versions. It's going to be gone. So if you got that bat dick, it's going to be worth money later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah get your bat dick now. But that's insane. Yeah. That is insane. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Who's asking for that? And has somebody, like more has than two people had to be like, yeah, get it out there. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I've had Either to go through like a or, lot of hands. Or they were really trying to be like, you know, it's the adult line, so, like, if he's naked, we might as well just, like, draw it as if he was naked, and then didn't think, like, we don't need to, we also don't have to do that. That's right. But, because I then don't they had to reverse the... engineer the scenario where they're like, all right, so how are we going to do this? Yeah, no, not like, is, oh, is this supposed I to be, like, a like... Dennis Franz thing, you yeah. know? Like, uh, look at his butt. Yeah. Uh, blue. Yeah. I don't know. But, I mean, I can't imagine anybody, whoever was, like, the spearheading of the DC dark stuff, adult, what, I can't think of what, the, the, what it's called. The division, like I can't imagine. He's like, okay, you guys got the first Batman. Yeah, yeah, we're ready. <laughs> Darker stories, psychological, mature themes. Well, well, what is it? We put his, his dick his in there. Dick is in the shadows. <laughs> yeah, we drew a dick on Batman. <laughs> is that what you want? Yeah, I guess so. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what's happening. Um, Batman's dick. It's in a comic. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, James Gunn. Suicide Squad. Yeah. That could really... Could work. Seriously be something. I mean, and it's hilarious that they got him because it was Guardians of the Galaxy that made them go, yeah. we got to get this thing together. Oops, now we have to make it funny. Yeah. Whoops, we didn't. Yeah. And here's now the guy. Yeah. And they're like, he can write it, he can do whatever he wants. It's like, balls in his court. Totally. Which could be... See what happens. Really something. Yeah. This could be their game changer. Yeah. They've been looking for one. Yeah. <laughs> Sure, have. and I feel well, like James Wan's Aquaman won't be it. So, <laughs> gotta say, I like that trailer. Did you see that five minute trailer? No, I didn't see that. That it's is too nuts. There's a new one that's like yeah. five minutes long. I yeah. saw something before a movie, and it was like, yeah, it, it it's the kind of trailer that made me go, that doesn't look great, but like I, I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. Which I just, I mean, I didn't it. expect to feel like that about the, yeah. this Aquaman movie. Yeah, especially after seeing these last few movies. Did you like see it, the suit? Yeah. Did you see the him in the suit though? In the orange one? Yeah. Did he do the orange and green? So that's oh. where the five minute trailer sort of builds to. This oh, really? Moment. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Any good? Yeah. It looks kind of cool because there he is. He's fucking Aquaman. <laughs> yeah, all it's about time. Not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he going to bleach his hair and? <laughs> <laughs> Ride yeah, a seahorse. I, mean, I, I hope yeah. so. It's the kind of movie where I will watch it and and like I'm hoping for that was really dumb, but I was entertained <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, you know? yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, sure was a lot of water. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then too you much. Know, if you ask me, <laughs> Wonder Woman. That'll be fine. Yeah. Um, Kristen Wig, the villain there. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, I guess they've got that going. That for is them. cool. Yeah. They have the Wonder, that. The Wonder, yeah. Wonder Woman. So like you've got the like you know things make, that could yeah be. yeah you know reroute your whole franchise, center it on Wonder Woman, have a wild card fucking work like Suicide Squad. They've got Shazam, which might be a thing. Yeah, in the uh, coming out. That there looks too. like it's good. I think that that actually I, I like has me really excited. Yeah, totally. I used to love that cartoon. Yeah, man. And then and then you have the open ability to recast and reinsert Batman and Superman whenever you need to. Once you've yeah. got the world under control, bam! Yeah, you introduce yeah. your two. Then you bring in two the biggest big characters, hitters, yeah. right? They should hire us. Yeah, but the, <laughs> suddenly it could suddenly it could work. Like, work. It right could. is like well, I, I don't know. I mean, Marvel's doing fine. Yeah, and their phase, their next phase looks great. Really yeah. exciting characters, like super fucking cool. Does that yeah. count as news though? That um, what's his name, Chris? What's his name said that this, that's it for him as Captain America? No, that's kind of like uh, once again reiterating my contract. Oh, okay, up, and I'm yeah, okay, gotcha. 
Yeah, we all I, know. I, that's a, that's one of those things that I feel like needs to happen more in the world of superhero movies. Is I want more movies where characters are played by like whoever. I want it more like Bond movies. Like the the idea of that um, of even like that new Spider Man movie just being like the other dimension Spider Man over yeah. here. I like that. Oh, yeah. Like, and I like the idea of why don't they do an X Man movie? I feel like Matthew Price used to say this a lot on Mamo. Like do an X-Men movie with like the other ones that no one has seen in movies before. Like there's so mm-hmm. many people that have been X-Men in the comics, yeah. like, you know, or if somebody decides they don't want to be Spider-Man anymore and then just make another movie with a different person. I don't care. The continuity yeah, goes it's through. Just, it's yeah. the character. Like, yeah, you don't have to fun. reboot it every That's fucking comic time. Books. No, no, no. no more origin stories yeah. for the love of God. Just yeah. start yeah. a new version of mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Oh, with a new great. person. Speaking of that Spider-Man trailer, that looks into the Spider-Verse. Unbelievable. Wow. Did you Spider-Ham? No, the I don't animated think... Spider-Man movie. I saw the very first trailer for yeah. it. But you got to see the second trailer. The new okay. trailer oh, is boy. unbelievable. Yeah. Oh, I can't it, wait. You you certainly can't. It looks fucking gorgeous. Yeah. The animation is unbelievable and how it cool just, it looks. Uh, it looks like a crazy fun yeah. unbelievable. And who made who made it? It's it's big names that made it, right? I don't know if it is. Uh, I think it's people that are from the world of animation. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, I thought there was no. Some... It is. It is. Somebody... They probably made thought... other stuff, right? I'll I'll Who'd... get it up here. This is it not Lord Miller? Is it is Lord Miller? I isn't think it? it's Lord Miller. Really? I think so. Like I don't Let know that see. you know. I don't. They think were. They, I don't think they drew it. <laughs> yeah, I don't. They didn't draw it. But really interesting voice no, acting going on. Who's... There is three directors: Bob. Per Shietti, Peter Ramsey, and Rodney Rothman. Oh, who okay. wrote it? And uh, well, they they did some writing work on uh, Twenty Two Jump Street, forgetting oh, Sarah Marshall, okay. producer. Well, that's, right. um, From some people aligned with other people, yeah, you it, are it aware of animation department on like Puss in Boots. People that were worked on Curse of the Were Rabbit. Like, so I feel like it's people that have been working in the animation world for a long, wow. long time. Wow, I don't mm-hmm. know why I or got that writing, mixed up thinking right. that it was. Oh yeah, written by Phil Lord. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So there. Yeah. <laughs> so they were yeah. involved. He was involved in yes. this. Yeah. And anyway, it, it looks really It looks so good. Yeah. I think good it's so God. cool that Spider Ham is in it. Yeah. yeah that's that's and so it's fun. And voiced by John Mullaney. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. It's oh, amazing. the trailer that moment in the trailer is amazing. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Uh, oh, you yeah. I want to see this thing. Yeah, yeah, you really do. <laughs> yeah. And and the the thing about the animation that's so cool is they're doing this like this frame rate thing where a lot of the characters have that kind of sort of stop motiony look, but then the backgrounds can change from scene to scene. So like some of it's kind of like more neon comic booky and then other ones are a little bit more like mm. pseudo realistic and it, it, it really works Yeah, because <laughs> it, it can just go in any direction depending on what kind of scene is happening. It's super comic booky, super beautiful looking. It just looks like they're really pulling off yeah. an amazing visual thing. Yeah. Oh, I can't Pretty wait. Good. Oh, yeah. That's I exciting. I cannot wait. Yeah. Exciting. Um, speaking of... Well, I was going to say speaking of Mulaney, but mm-hmm. um, is there any other news on anyone's mind? No. Okay. Well, speaking so. of Mulaney... Yes. I watched all of season two of Big Mouth. Oh, yeah. wow. I didn't... I still haven't good finished show. season one. I yeah. liked what I saw. I'm like three episodes into season I'm one. I'm about there, yeah. I really enjoyed season one... And kind of forgot about it until this new season just dropped. And then mm. Emma and I sort of just like totally went through it in like two or three days. Yeah. It's so easy, just half hour. Yeah. Um, and I still really, really like it. And I was thinking about it last night. 
because some of it is so vulgar that it gets to the point where I'm like, all right, you thought up something so disgusting. Okay. Like it's some of it is almost like too much for me, but, (laughs) but what, but what I love that they're doing is that they are pulling off that really, really hard thing, which is where you can be super vulgar, but then the stuff that they're talking about and the topics that they're tackling, they're always landing on their feet with like their sort of issues, issue like episodes. Mm -hmm. So like, I was just thinking about it last night. Like, on the one hand, I was like, wow, this is so vulgar, so, like, mind-blowingly vulgar that, like, if someone was just to, like, some kid was to stumble upon it, I don't know what I would think. <laughs> like, but then I thought, but it's also kind of brilliant to have this extremely vulgar show and have, like, the idea that it's almost forbidden. Like, if I can imagine there are kids that are have access to Netflix that are like, we're not supposed to watch this, but, like, we're going to watch it. Yeah. And then they get it. an episode about, like, a, a whole episode about Planned Parenthood and how, like, it's not a place that is just does abortions. It's about all this other stuff. And it's like, they've snuck attacked this like really, really great positive, you know, a reinforcement. It's like, you're sneaking it into these like stories that are so vulgar and hilarious. And I, I feel like it's overall just such a nice, like, I don't know, like show that is doing good while also being disgustingly hilarious in a like weird take, way. Like sort of taken the torch from like South Park has become, it's almost like too much now. Yeah. Not from a vulgarity standpoint, but no. like we've seen, we've seen everything. And yeah, they're really good at covering. And things. it was like funny, and and they always had like interesting ways to take places, like with the Scientology and being like, this is actually what it is. And I didn't know much until I saw their takedown on it. Mm-hmm. But it, but it did always kind of feel like it was still just mostly like a crazy, offensive, hilarious. We'll we'll tackle anybody, you know, kind of comedy. And I feel like here, there's a lot of like. Like, in the second season, there's this whole thing with, like, the shame monster and how he's, like, making everybody feel really bad about the things they're doing when it's actually, like, a totally normal thing to be, like, a dumb, horny kid. And it's, like, sneak attacking this, like, really supportive, you know, like, it's cool to be you. Like, don't worry about it. You're a kid. So You know? And it's, like, uh, at the same time, just being, like, so overly disgusting and hilarious. (laughs) Oh, I can't (laughs) wait. It's, it's, the, the stuff that I laughed out loud at, I laughed so hard at. And I, I just like overall came away from it. Like what a great, like balancing act that they've done. Like the episode on Planned Parenthood is like really good. And there's a whole bunch of other episodes. Sometimes there's episodes where I'm like, uh, not as good, but overall I'm a fan. Sweet. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I'll definitely be watching that. So many, so many voice actors in it too. Mm -hmm. Everybody's in that. So yeah, big mouth two thumbs up for me. Nice. What about you guys? What have you watched? Hmm. Well, I think we can both probably talk about the same thing. Uh, plowed through uh, Better Call Saul. Hey, are oh. you are you caught up? Yeah, I'll caught up. Wow. Yeah. Really? Oh, really? <laughs> so good. On now. Yeah. Um, Come on. God, what can you what can you say other than just you know, I, like it, just, it? The writing is out of this world again yeah. this season. Yeah. These characters now that we didn't think. Yeah, it's hard to... I'm, looking at, I'm thinking of Dan because... I'm, I know, because he's never even like, seen Breaking Bad. Yeah, <laughs> and you've got this character that was a tertiary character that I care about so much now. Yeah. And then there are these web of characters that flow out from him. Like Kim Wexler, oh that my actress God. is... She is... Dynamite. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. And... Rhea Seahorn, unreal. That's her. Yeah. 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 And, and Mike Ermitrout, my oh, good God, good what, Lord, what he goes through in season four, yeah. his arc in season four, yeah. is uh, 
is nothing short of uh, devastating. Yeah, one of, the, one of the greatest uh, television characters ever created. I, I think. think. Yeah, He's must just be right. Fucking fascinating. Can we can we say one thing that that bubblegum trick that he does is <laughs> so, <laughs> so cool, so good. <laughs> What's the bubblegum? No, I can't tell you, buddy. Okay. And uh, and I'm just is that because he hasn't watched Breaking Bad? You can't tell him. Like, no, because it's it's no spoilers. <laughs> All right, okay. no spoilers. Yeah, because it's cool. Like Fair seeing enough. it is yeah. like wicked. Because you're like, what's he doing? What <laughs> is he doing? <laughs> um, and that guy that he was doing it too. I quite like that actor, Lalo. Oh man, that. What did he come in like three episodes in, and all and of a sudden he's just like stealing the show? Yeah, and he's just enormous because it's so he does a thing that is so hard to pull off. That friendly menace. Yeah. Oh, it's a, such a tricky thing. People do yeah. it so horribly so in a lot of movies. Yeah, well, yeah. Or it's this... like really engaging and friendly, but like I'm really, I might kill you like yeah. right now. Yeah, but I'll yeah, smile. He's got I kill you eyes. For oh sure. man, that guy is fucking awesome. Yeah, where did he come from? I don't know, but it's just like it's just, it just it, it continues because Breaking Bad was so good at it too. Like every performance, every character that showed up was fucking dynamite and so, so so well thought out, so well written and directed that like if you're a halfway amazing actor which is all they got were amazing actors for that show it, it shines so much and everyone's so distinct and better call Saul the same thing like all and we're getting these characters that we already liked a lot but seeing so much more of them and not like a you know dumb origin story way like it's totally different yes. it's like i don't know how they're pulling this off no, it's so stupid. Know. and it's again i'm like i'm watching this going like is this better than Breaking Bad? Are you fucking <laughs> yeah. kidding me? Is, is it? Definitely season is three. Is Definitely season three, I had that feeling yeah. a lot. Season four, I didn't have that feeling quite as much. They're, 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 I didn't quite have the same tension builds that, mm-hmm. that, that Breaking Bad was really great at. But then but there are a couple the final episode, though, where it's yep. just like, what there, an emotional roller coaster. Absolutely. And just a fucking there, there are so many things that are just so right well done. End. And it looks gorgeous. Yeah, it's a beautiful show. They don't fuck around with anything. I listen to the podcast, and uh, they really don't leave a stone unturned. They mm-hmm. love what they do. Yeah. And remind me to show you afterwards. The There's a, a picture of the board from the last episode. Oh, what it looks like the cue card board, and it's like oh. it's so far out. <laughs> just how detailed these motherfuckers are. Yeah. They just nothing is left. Is it a to podcast chance. like by the people behind the scenes kind of thing? Yeah, so it's Vince Gilligan and oh, it's cool. the two creators, Gilligan and oh, and I learned one thing that's really cool, and I think your audience might think this is cool. Did you know that if you are the writer on a show, so you're staff of ten, mm-hmm. and you happen to write a show, write an episode that introduces a character you are an executive producer on every show that that character ever <laughs> no, shows up that. on again really so that's part of the reason why um i can't think of his name peter gould is hmm. he's creator of better call saul because he gets to do that but anytime they introduce a character that comes back yeah they get huh. they get interesting points on that or whatever cool. however that yeah. works yeah nice. very neat huh. yeah yeah but what a show what a treat Really good. How fortunate. I just don't know. I feel so fortunate watching it. Like, what a what a, what a wonderful <laughs> Why thing. Why 10 episodes? Why not 52? Oh, but that's because mm-hmm. it's perfect. And, and Breaking Bad was good like that, too. Like, they, they, not too much. Oh, I don't want to wait a year for this, they just, though. They yeah. nailed, like, every episode is, like, nailed. Like, there wasn't an episode of Breaking Bad where I was like, hmm, that yeah, wasn't no, good. No, you're right. It was, like, always of a quality. Uh, and it's the same thing. Because they don't, they, they uh, you know, not they don't try and be like, let's make it 27 episodes. Yeah. Stretch this thing out and yeah. thin the story. Like, it's just. I don't remember the end of season. Nothing but hits, man. Nothing but hits. The end of season two. But I do remember the end of season three. 
And it doesn't qualify for what I'm about to say. So you might remember season two. But season yeah. the end of season one and the end of season four, if you wanted to, you could you could stop at the end of season. You'd be stupid. Sure. But you could right. stop at the end of season one and it does exactly what it needs to do mm-hmm. to set you up for Breaking Bad. Yeah. And I really felt that way at the end of season four as well. Like, yeah, there are, there are a couple dangling threads, but eh, you know, yeah. Um, really great job of just say, you know, okay, mm-hmm. so here you go. This is uh, in case we don't get picked up or whatever. The yeah, world yeah. ends, right. and we're all left. It's wondering. satisfying, and you see an arc happening. Yes, but it's not about that because it's it's not like you know how do we get from here to Breaking Bad? That's right. It doesn't fucking right. matter. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, so good. Fuck me, so good. Yeah, agreed. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What uh, else have you been watching, Dan? Yeah, Dan. Uh, well, I've been watching a lot of horror movies. Yes. I am. My goal this year is instead of just October, I'm just doing in the fall. I've started as of September to just watch as many horror movies mm-hmm. as I can. So I want a a movie. I want at the end to have watched as many movies as there are days in both of those months, plus one for fun. Right. So that's sixty-two. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Cause you don't fuck idiot. around. Mm. And so far, I've watched almost 50. <laughs> wow. You're uh, <laughs> so yeah. blowing through. Yeah. Because um, I don't 80s. watch them every day. It'll be like, oh, I'll watch one one night. And then, you know, a couple nights later, I'll watch like two. And then yeah, like yeah. on the weekend, I'll do two or something. Mm. So, yeah. Um, trying to think which ones to bring up. I know that Casey revisited uh, Invaders from Mars. Right. From 86 by Toby Hooper. Yeah. And wasn't super big on it. And, yeah. and I revisited it. Uh, and yeah, it's fine. It's it's yeah. fun. It's, it's okay. got amazing effects. It's got and, some stuff that are that yeah. is great in it. But also yeah. some not great. Yeah. And I did a, <laughs> I did a Dan O'Bannon night. So mm. we did Return of the Living Dead as well because Emma had never seen it. Oh, wow. And the, the, the funny thing about watching that movie, it had been about, probably about five or six or seven years since I saw it last. Mm is when you watch a lot of garbage like I do mm. and then you you like revisit something like Return of the Living Dead you're just like god damn this is the best <laughs> like what well, an amazing it is movie one of the yeah. best movies ever I is love that the one that it. came out in the mid 80s yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah all right yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. everything about it works yeah. it has every single thing such works such a good pace yeah. such a good escalation of the way that the the events unfold oh my god the the, the humor chemistry is with cast yeah yeah such a good cast so funny so and also like freaky and weird and yeah. like yeah really effective yeah, I love that movie. I just cannot say enough yeah. good about that movie. Plus, and, the cover of the cover of the VHS yeah. was like oh, it's skeletons with mohawks. Yeah, that was amazing. You can't beat it, and yeah. it's got this fun score, and it's totally really funny, genuinely so creepy a lot yeah. of the time. I mean, I remember it scaring the shit out of me uh, when I was little, but also like uh, laughing my ass off. Too. Yeah, yeah. You know, oh, me like too. It's, yeah, it's, I it's watched a great it comedy and a great horror movie. Across totally. the road from and my not house, one thing at the expense back. of the other. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Sorry, I was talking about. No, no. Yeah, it's so good. If you've never seen Return of the Living Dead, you have to see it. It's, it's so good. the greatest. It's and, a wonderful. And James Karen. Uh, it's a remarkable performance. Yeah, yeah. Remarkable. I love everybody in that movie is Everyone's so great. Clue Gulliger, yeah. amazing. Tom Matthews is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just watched him and uh, Athena and I watched a bunch of Friday the 13th. Nice. Uh, just because it was re- easily yeah, accessible. Yeah. And like, there we go. And so we kind of did the Tommy Jarvis. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, obviously Tom Matthews was the... Uh, New blood. Uh, Revisit it. We 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 did. Yeah? Uh, well, I got about halfway through and I passed out. Oh, that's great. Too tired. 
I love that movie. I, I'm yes. I have more time for it now. <laughs> I I don't know. I thought yeah. I, yeah. It's so much fun for me. I don't know why. That's the one with the telekinetic girl versus yeah. Jason. Um, it's it's so much better than its reputation. Uh, no, than uh, the one before it. Uh, or, no, no, two Manhattan? before it. No, 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 no. Sorry. Uh, part five? five. A new beginning. Yeah. Where it's well, not that one's him. just so strange. Yeah, where it's not it him, or it's Tommy Jarvis in like a mental institution, and yeah. there's a guy pretending to be Jason. Yeah. It's obviously they were like because at the end of final yeah. chapter, you're supposed to think, well, maybe, yeah, maybe now Tommy Jarvis else, is yeah. going to be the new. It's going to be Tommy instead of Jason, right? Yeah. And, and but they still hadn't decided by the time they needed yeah. to make the next movie, so they're like, well, I don't know, I'm nobody. <laughs> yeah, the paramedic <laughs> it, man it sucks so bad. It really does. And then I mean, we're like, oh, fuck it, Jason's a zombie. Bring him as a lightning rod. And, yeah. So then, versus telekinetic girl, not bad. Uh, yeah, not bad. I'm only halfway through. I'll finish it up. But yeah, it's it, fun. Yeah, I, like I, it. I, was, I like I've the been too hard on it in the past, in particular. Yeah. Um, and also, speaking of being too hard on something in the past. Uh, I'm I'm Lee. I revisited a movie that I I saw in high school and didn't think basically anything of it. I just saw it and was like, "That's a dumb movie," and moved on. Mm. But I revisited The Rage Carry Two. Oh, and I'm leaning in fucking hard on this movie. It is great. It is so good, mm. and I don't know why it gets so shat on. It's super nineties. There is a couple mm. scenes of questionable acting and writing, <laughs> but overall. As far as the sequel goes, and 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 go go with me here for a second. Uh-huh. In today's climate, I watched the Rage Carry Two, and this I know this is a jump, but right around the time of like the Kavanaugh stuff going down in right. America, yeah. And the Rage Carry Two is so surprisingly a portrait of that kind of douchebag. It is so much about like white assholes in like high school and college who are like fucking being idiots and like they're banging these chicks and like then dumping them so they can have a game to see who scores the most points and then the only thing they're worried about when things go sour in this movie is like am i gonna be able to get a job if this comes out like how's this gonna affect my job and like going to college and shit and i was just like so struck by how this movie is using that kind of thing to like frame this like sequel to carry on Mm -hmm. that I was like really affected at the end of the movie when it comes time for her to be like, just do exactly what happened in the first movie. The worst thing about this movie is that it's one of those sequels. Like it happened again to somebody, but, (laughs) but I really felt like at the, I I felt like angry at the end of the movie when, when things kind of turned on her and, and I think this movie's way underrated. I really liked it. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen it. Yeah. yeah. I know that I've never seen it. Yeah. yeah. I will check it out. There's a few scenes, like, it's not perfect. Yeah. But I really... I don't need my horror movies yeah. to be perfect. I really came away from October. it being like, this deserves at least a second look from people because it was a movie that I watched and was like, oh, yeah, whatever, some movie, and throw it in the bin of my memory or whatever. But I, I think it's really good. It's directed by... Um, what's her name? Cat uh, she, and she did like a lot of low budget stuff. She did a movie called Strip to Kill, so she kind of comes from like the low budget genre, right? But she's doing like a really like '90s thing with the direction, which I could see putting some people off. But I don't know. I really came away from it being like this. They were trying to like get into the idea of these like toxic, disgusting guys in like 1999. 
when like it was obviously happening but we weren't talking about it as mm-hmm. much as right now <laughs> so it was i was really struck by it in that way so i and it's also super entertaining i thought so other than that like time and place piece is it is it like the same story though Sim- yeah like, it's like I mean, oh like it's very like that's not a bad thing oh somebody just... related to the people in the first movie is now in the same gotcha. ex- same okay. position where like they go to high school and nobody likes her and they're gonna prank her and da, 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 da. so it is very like it just it is one of those movies where it's like the original movie but now with a new person <laughs> yeah, gotcha yeah. gotcha yeah well that's kind of a cool then like i mean to to go back to pet cemetery or whatever like i mean yeah it's kind of cool to take a, a movie that's a good movie and you yeah know, bring it, it up to i think bring it, it up to i think speed. it works as well as it can here <laughs> yeah i really enjoyed it i think it's deserving of a second look the All rage right. carry two i am uh, yeah i'm curious <laughs> enough to check it out yeah you know what uh what else of you guys have you been watching Oh, I don't know, some stuff. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I uh well yeah, I've been watching the Friday the thirteenth and it nice. was just uh, Canadian Thanksgiving, so of course I watched Planes, Trains, oh. and Automobiles and had the best time. Tried to fight back some tears. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> As I, I do every time I every watch time, that movie. yeah. I like me. My yeah. wife likes me. Yeah. Uh yeah, I uh I re I had a rewatch, something I have not seen. Since uh, it was in theaters, nice. uh, which I greatly enjoyed, but now it's been like almost ten years, which I was like, "That's crazy!" And so I had to rewatch of "Drag Me to Hell." Oh, I've been thinking about rewatching that. Yeah, because yeah. it's on Netflix. It's always there. Yeah, I'm like, just checking it out. Yeah, the movie's fine. And I'm like, yeah. is it still fine? Maybe it was just like that. I just have fun in the theater. I gotta know. I'm a big Sam Raimi fan. Yeah, and, uh, it's like the only Sam I remember Raimi it being a blast. Yeah, I've, I've even seen For Love of the Game more than once. <laughs> so you know, I should probably check it out. Yeah. Anyway, so Athena and I did a little rewatch on the old Drag me to hell nice. and let me tell you still fucking great nice Allison Lohman just carries that thing yeah. like a fucking champ she's so good uh, and it's just got this pace that's so great it's yeah such a ride all the time something's always happening and it's super funny but the, all the scares really work and I always, I always have a big uh, appreciation of horror movies that are like let's do something in broad daylight yeah. So good. She has an episode and, uh, after she's been cursed. Where it's like middle of the day. Uh, the original Halloween's good for that, too. Yeah. Jason just standing there in the backyard just like a fucking psycho during the daytime. <laughs> you fucking kidding me? You're never safe. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, you know. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it's just got this great pace. The uh, All the stuff with her work, uh, uh, trying to get the promotion, and the guy who's vying for it as well. I can't think of his name on top of my head. Man, he's so funny. Um. Uh, yeah, he's in a, a ton of shit. But uh, hold on, where are you? I'm gonna get your name, buddy, because it's worthwhile <laughs> saying it out loud. <laughs> I'm stalling for time. Reggie Lee, <laughs> uh, plays uh, Stu, who's also going for the assistant manager uh, oh, job. Yeah, right, right. David Pamer's their boss, and mm-hmm. he's just like sucking up from like, the worst kind of ways. So. And, like he's so good. It's amazing. <laughs> it's great comic relief. It's fucking awesome. Um. Yeah, top to bottom, great performances. It looks awesome. Uh, the ending is fucking amazing. It's so yeah, great. the ending is so good. Yeah, and Justin Long is terrific in it, too. Yeah. yeah. He seems to have faded away, which is weird. I like yeah. Justin Long. But yeah, totally worth your time. Rewatch it. It's Halloween. This is a great, like, super fun one. It fucking cooks along. It's fast as shit. It's like an hour and a half. Like, yeah. Get into it. Totally. I love and- coming here and just getting a, a <laughs> list of things to watch. Like, yeah. I'm sitting here listening to you guys, and it's just like, fuck, man. You guys watch so many goddamn movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Um, really quick, speaking of things to watch, yeah. I checked in on a movie uh, that I feel like got some good reviews and some good buzz, but that I think is worthwhile. It might be worth putting on a list. Uh, it's called Heart Hearts Beat Loud, um, and it stars Nick Offerman. Uh, it also it also has uh, Tony Collette and Ted. I Danson. wanted to see that so badly. Mm. Uh, and it's about uh, this guy who owns a record store, and it's like closing up because um, you know nobody uh, buys records anymore. Um, and so he is going to try and start to like do some music with his daughter because uh, she's going away to college, and he's like an, an ex musician. And it's just this, like, movie about this guy who's trying to, like, you know, have this connection with his daughter. And he's, like, sad that his store is closing. And his friend, Ted Danson, is a bartender. And I was like, I'm here for this. I love it. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, and it's just a sweet little movie. And, and it's funny and it's sad. And, and I thought that it it came by all of its sort of, like, musical references and stuff fairly honestly. And it doesn't lean too hard into that. Like, there's some definitely some stuff, like... There's a scene where um, Nick Offerman's just like playing his guitar and like joking around. He starts singing Ocean Man by Ween. And I was like, hey, I love that song. Oh, wow. (laughs) Ocean Man. Yeah. And so there's uh, there's enough of that. There is some like this record. You're going to love this by Animal Collective and stuff. And there's a little bit of that kind of like somebody wanted to let everyone know they knew what to know. (laughs) But it's it didn't bother me. I thought it was a really sweet movie. It's worth checking out. Oh, I'll da- yeah. yeah. Nice. It's a good, like, week weeknight watch. Hearts beat loud. Cool. Yeah. And Nick Offerman's really good in it. Mm-hmm. I've been watching a lot of BoJack Horseman, the new, oh, the new man. season. Oh, so I need to get into that show so and bad. There's nothing better on television. So one of my pet projects is I'm mentally ill, and I have a pet project around that. And I don't know that there's a better show or piece of music or any art that expresses what mental illness is better than bojack horseman Mm. like it's it's fucking yeah wild the new season is it that that's a show that emma started watching without me and i kind of came in around season two and just sort of the the last season or two i've seen most like almost every episode of but the first two i'm kind of spotty with but I thought, like, well, yeah, the last season, I just couldn't. Whenever she had it on, I couldn't like tear myself away from it. That was, yeah, that was the was it the fourth. This is the fifth season. Yeah, now? I think it's the fourth or fifth. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I blank out a little bit. But the fourth mm. season was magnificent. Yeah. Like seriously, seriously high art. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. good. Yeah, and uh, the, the voice work is is great. It's funny. It's poignant, and it expresses that that yeah that world of of pain and and suffering yeah. <laughs> in mm-hmm. a way that I've never seen anybody do in yeah. that well, uh. especially uh, anthropomorphic horse. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> totally. Awesome. Yeah, it's really good. Definitely. Yeah, I've been meaning to get started on it for ages. Yeah. Do it up. Yeah. But I'm craving something of thoughtful animation uh, now that I have no more uh, final space to final, watch. So. Yeah. I keep yeah. thinking it's called Future Space. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that one. Final Space? Oh boy, I love it. <laughs> it's good. What I I've still only watched like a handful of episodes. Yeah. I really I like what I saw, and I feel like you got to give it some time. Yeah. It's like first episode, I was like meh, but it was only twenty minutes, so I guess I'll watch the next one. Yeah, well, why were you like, talking about this meh. on the show? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, yes. Like around the third episode, I'm like, I like this. Yeah. And then like the sixth episode, I'm like, fuck, I really like this. Yeah. <laughs> and then it was over, and I was sad. <laughs> like I was so good. It was so good. 
Anyway. Yeah. That's my pitch again on that show. All right. I, 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 yeah. I'll trade you. I need to talk to somebody, <laughs> man. My, my buddy nice. Mark Riley watched it, though. He loved it, too. He knows. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'll watch BoJack. I need to. Totally. It's good. Yeah. Um. Anything else? Uh, can I tell you guys a story? Yes. Great. So, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I want to hear I this. I just moved. Yes. Which was nuts. And we're in the midst of, I'm almost done. But there's unpacking to do, as we can see. Mm-hmm. So, it is Halloween. It's October. And I thought I'd tell you uh, the story of the terrible bear. <laughs> uh, so I, the place I moved out of, uh, it was an unexpected move, mm-hmm. but that's okay. Everything worked out. My new place is better. One, and I was only in that place, the old place, for a year and a half. When I moved in, uh, I the I was arranging stuff and putting things away, and I noticed in the master bedroom closet, the closet. Uh, it, it it follows the the it, it's a long closet in a sense, but the 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 the, the ceiling slopes down. Yeah. It follows the the line of the roof. Oh, okay, right? so the closet like thins out to a fine point. Yeah, and so I was, and, and it's also weirdly wallpapered inside. There's no wallpaper in the house except all of the closets have <laughs> different type of wallpaper. Oh, Every single Interesting. one. Interesting. Yeah. So. Uh, <clears throat> In this wallpapered closet that narrows down to a fine point, I noticed something like shoved into the fine point that I need a flashlight to see. And it's a very worn, very battered looking teddy bear Mm. shoved into the crevices of this wall. Not creepy at all. Extremely creepy. (laughs) And I looked at it and I'm like, well, that's fucking horrible. I would really have to climb in there to get it, too. But then I thought. Never come out. I don't think I should move this. Yeah. Yeah. Because I've seen a lot of horror movies. This could be holding in the spirits. 100%. <laughs> like, if, if if it's a horror movie and That's I take it out it and get rid of it, six months later, I'm standing in a dump looking for it. Wait, where's the bear? Yeah, My life yeah. is cursed. <laughs> yeah. I need the bear. It wants the bear back. <laughs> so I left the bear and I never mentioned it to my wife. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Dude, and, and then I forgot about the bear. Um, and then... Uh, there were definitely odd things uh, about the house here and there and stuff. <laughs> Mostly like kind of drawn to my attention um, from my daughter. My wife was out of town, and uh, so I was putting uh, – she's two and change. We've probably heard her on the show before. Yeah, so I'm putting yeah. Zoe to bed, and I'm in, I'm in her, uh, her little toddler bed with her. and just going to sleep. Lights are out. And then uh, she starts telling me, you know uh, – the, is is the ghost coming, Daddy? Oh God! Is the monster coming? I'm like, what? What? What monster? <laughs> She's like, the white monster. Oh God! I'm like, well, the arm hair is whoosh. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What's the white monster? She's like, it, um, it's over there. And I'm like, well, where is it? She's like, points towards kind of the corner of her room or towards her closet a bit. She's like, there. Oh my God! It's over there. You're not going to let the white monster take me, are you, Daddy? Jesus. And I know. And I'm like, no, definitely not. Yeah. And then she's like, it's coming. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm right here. And then I was like, okay. And then she's asleep. And I'm like, this is fucked up. Yeah. There were some glowing things in the room. Like, maybe she's looking at the glowing things. Yeah. But we'll leave it at that. So when we find out that we're going to have to move, we also find out that our uh, that, that someone did die in our bedroom. Fuck. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Holy shit. Right? Okay. So. Yeah. 
so that's how does that you know, come up? Huh? How does that come up? It just came up in conversation with you know why we were moving out, blah 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 blah. And also, yeah. yeah. Anyway, and someone and I'd heard a couple of the neighbors mentioning it, but I kind of wasn't sure if it would they meant our place or if they yeah. knew what they were talking about. Oh, anyway, definitely dead. Someone died there. Um, so we are getting ready to move out and uh and i and i was like uh, getting stuff out in his pack and i'm like and i looked in the closet and there's a bear there and i was like all right you well bye yeah <laughs> you're staying here and uh then i told my wife about the bear and she was like what <laughs> <laughs> anyway it was best that i left it alone so moved out i hired movers which i highly recommend yeah uh and uh moved everything out uh, except for some cleaning had to be done and a couple of things that, you know, whatever, I left behind in the basement. So uh, we move out last Thursday, and as I leave the place, I open all of the windows so it can air out for the next tenant, you know, nice neutral smell, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and just uh, whatever, uh, help with the cleaning, the nice fresh. Anyway, so I and these now op- open windows through the entire house for days. I go back there on a Tuesday to clean out the rest of the stuff in the basement i walk inside i'm not inside more than four minutes and i hear our master bedroom door up on the side I'm in the basement i can hear it slams so aggressively i can hear it in the basement two floors up our door whale shut this podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Now, wait, th- this is the room with the bear. The room, okay. Yeah. Oh, my now, God. Now, th- these windows have been open for five days. Like, the draft would close the door, right? Yeah. But no, and it had rained, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> this could have blown this door down, closed at any, it, at any time. Also, not a windy day last yeah. Tuesday, even a little bit. <laughs> but it like it like shook the hinges, Get slammed out of here, that Greg. fucking do- yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like I was like, "What the fuck?" I thought someone was in the house. Like yeah. I thought, "Is the owner here?" And I'll go tell him I'm cleaning. And I yeah. got upstairs. I'm like, "Fuck me, did that come from the second floor?" And then I went upstairs and looked, and there's the master bedroom yeah. slammed shut, which I had heard it do on an occasion with the windows open. Yeah, but whammy. And then here at the new place. Uh, second day here, first day here, playing with my daughter on the second floor. And she's inside her tent, her little kid tent, and then she comes out of it. And she's like, "There's no ghosts here, Daddy." And I was like, <laughs> "Oh yeah?" And she's like, "Nope." And I was like, "Was there a ghost at the old house?" And she goes, "Yeah." <laughs> and then separately, two days later, she tells my wife, she tells Athena, "There's no ghosts here, Mommy." <laughs> 
Jesus <laughs> Christ. Happy wow. Halloween. Oh, my God. Look in your closet. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if the moral of the story is. Leave the bear. Or remove the bear. Yeah. I think it would have been worse if I'd moved the bear. I think so. I, I think, would appreciate yeah. uh, listener feedback. Unless that, unless it was slamming the door because it was like, all I wanted you to do was, was move get the bear. this fucking bear out of here. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the, the horror movies that you've seen, yeah. and you went upstairs to check on the fucking door as well. It was the middle of the day. I yeah. don't care. Yeah. Just like I said, though, the audacity of the day haunts You're not safe. Him. You're yeah. not safe. You'll never be safe. Yeah. Oh my god From the horrible bear Unbelievable that was a great story It's yeah. wild right I, yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know I've never had anything That know. involved <laughs> Yeah The worst thing That I ever had Was I My brother was out At like a drive in And I When I first moved to, to the house That we used to live at And I was falling asleep And a door slammed shut I think my door Slammed shut Or I heard knocking on the door, and I thought he used to come home and like slam on the door, like mm-hmm. "Wake up, you idiot!" Like, <laughs> like, like if he was drunk or something. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. "Oh shit, Jake must be home." And I got up, and like nobody was home, so I called him, and I was like, oh, "I just woke up hearing you knock on the door. Get the fuck home!" And he like, I like made him leave the drive-in. I was like, "I'm not sitting here alone, man. <laughs> <laughs> Save me!" Yeah, yeah, that's fucking scary. Yeah, that that's, is really yeah, my Halloween story for you. I feel like. In general, from what I've gathered from people who have kids, that they seem to be more in tune with that kind of yeah, life. Yeah, they always say, right? Mm-hmm. Who's the man in the corner or something? Yeah, shit. yeah. Like, what? 100%. <laughs> yeah. You need to get her to draw a picture of the ghost. Yeah. And, that's and if a it's a fucking idea. bear shaped, you run. <laughs> you run. No, yeah. because then you're going to get into a scenario where she's like starts drawing everywhere and starts scribbling angrily oh, yeah, like in yeah. the movies. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, not good. Can't stop drawing the monster. It's going to draw it here. Yeah. I didn't move that far away. Not that's far enough, true. man. Yeah. Yeah, I, can, oh. I can travel. I can yeah, fly. sure, <laughs> sure. It's like a ten minute walk. Yeah, fifteen, fifteen. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah that's that, that's, that's some funny shit though. Unbelievable. It was something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kids. Yeah. And bears. <laughs> they had bear <laughs> things shoved <laughs> in the corner. <laughs> the wallpaper is so it's bizarre. Is that like, a thing people used to do? Like wallpaper, Mike? <laughs> cl- the inside of the closets? I yeah, know. I don't know. I mean, I sort of liked it. I thought it was kind of kitschy. Yeah. And sort of, yeah. I don't Until. Know. <laughs> Until there's a, a monster. Here. Well, now now you want to know what's underneath that yeah, goddamn wallpaper. White monster. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not walking home tonight. <laughs> we can stay here. Yeah. No, I'm just gonna take the bus. Man, I'll wait for the number eight. Just ask my kid if there's a ghost and you'll be fine. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Pretty good. All right. So that's my story. Uh, should we get to film right then? Yeah. All right, let's go. Film Roulette is our weekly segment where the three of us roll a die and the two high rollers get to go see something good. The last time we rolled, I believe it was I for... Think Casey was the loser. The Predator, and Casey was a loser. Right. And so Casey's not here to regale no. us with his but, uh, losing film, yeah. but... I tell you what, though. I should, I should have prepped you. Yeah? So I didn't get a chance to see The Predator, because I was moving. Me either. Fighting ghosts. <laughs> Great. Okay. Because I then, like, with Jamie coming in, I, t- I suggested he watch something that I had just watched. Okay. Uh, and I knew you had watched. Okay. And so we can all talk about Mandy. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Good call. Yes. Because, listen, The Predator, it's a few weeks old. We all know that it's just like, okay. Yeah. No I'll, get, I'll catch up with it. I'll catch up with it. Apparently not yeah. great. Good enough. Totally. Or something. But uh, 
Had a lot of promise. Sure did. But also, too many Predator movies at this point. You yeah, can't probably. make the Predator scary anymore. Yeah. It's too, we're too familiar with it. Too familiar. Yeah. It doesn't work. Sweet. Well, then we'll talk about Mandy. Yeah. And then I have a, a small movie that, because I didn't see Predator, I was like, well, I'll go to the theater and I'll see something uh-huh. that maybe is more of a gamble right. in the idea that maybe it could be kind of like a punishment for not seeing the Predator. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that after we talk about Mandy very briefly. Okay. So, yeah. uh, so Mandy is the new uh, film from Panos Cosmatos. Yes. Uh, his second film, first mm-hmm. one was uh, Beyond the Black Rainbow. Which, which was a wild crazy. movie. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> Movie's nuts. Yeah. Did you see that, Jamie? No, I did not, but I remember you guys talking about it. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Visually outstanding. Yeah. I lo- I really liked it. It's I a liked really how weird one. challenging it was. Yeah. I loved how it looked. I loved the soundtrack. It was such a unique experience. I'm like, fucking right on. I don't really know what I watched, yeah. but I know I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah. I would agree with that. I like a good, like, no one's, it's not like someone else's movie, so cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and that was in uh, 2010. 10? Get the fuck yeah. out. So this is, is eight years ago? later that he's back with Mandy, uh, starring Nicolas Cage, among others. So kind of back eight years later, yeah. a bigger star, yeah. maybe a, a bit bigger of a release because yeah. this went more wide to theaters yeah. and stuff. A more straight, well, not, I don't know about straight Did you guys forward. talk about Black Rainbow on the show then? Yeah, we, we did. Okay. Years okay, ago. you must have. Yeah, like, it, I think... A couple times here and there, like Greg saw it and then I saw it, okay, and then we kind okay. of now back and forth like, with it a bit. Crazy, um, um, yeah. So this movie is about Red and Mandy, who lead a living and peace, uh, a loving and peaceful existence. But when their pine-scented haven is savagely destroyed, Red is catapulted into a phantasmagoric journey filled with bloody vengeance and laced with fire. Um, and there's a uh, some some interesting actors in here it was pro- oh, yeah. it was also produced by elijah wood and i believe their uh specter vision label or mm-hmm. something yeah so um definitely was the talk of film twitter and like you know mm-hmm. cult cinema fans it, everybody had a take on it when it came out so yep. I, i'm glad that we're getting to it yeah um i'm interested jamie and in somebody who's just diving into this one yeah <laughs> It, what your initial? Had you seen a trailer or anything? Nothing. No, you just I was, started the movie. No, I definitely didn't want to watch the trailer before Great. I started yeah. to watch it. I, I just wanted to watch it, and yeah. And so, little background: like growing up, I watched horror movies all the time. Yep. I'm nowhere near versed, you know, as versed as you guys are, like by any stretch. Mm-hmm. But I've seen everything that you should see, you yeah. know, like yeah, the big on, uh, ones on, if, on the AFI <laughs> top 100. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah gory movie or horror movies yes yeah. but um so yeah i put it on and um it's very like i mean you guys describing black rainbow it's that that's how i would describe it if if you guys hadn't already said that about yeah. black rainbow mm-hmm. it, it's definitely not a movie i've seen before yeah, yeah. you know especially for this genre um it's funny too because this is out. definitely more straightforward oh so much <laughs> more straightforward more. than black rainbow yeah. i just mean yeah. i just, i mean like visually though like yeah all oh the, he's got a look for yeah. sure and it's all great. the filters and yeah and colors yeah so I'll, I'll play my hand first here okay um the movie ended i watched it with athena and she was like did you like it as much or yeah. more than black rainbow and i was like 
I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I need to think for a minute. Yeah. And so I thought, and then I still went right to bed, and, uh, and I thought about it a lot the next day in the last couple of days, and uh, I quite liked this movie. I liked it a lot. It's uh, it it has its own look. Uh, it's definitely playing into eighty stuff, but mm-hmm. it has such loving, or it's really picked its homage stuff pretty carefully, and it's definitely from someone studied. Yeah, and I like that it is the slow burn at first. Like this is not to spoil anything, as you can find it out from the, the trailers pretty much, but. When you take a step back of how nuts this movie is, where it's got, uh, you know, uh, uh, future Christian cult members, yeah. some kind of fucked up, I don't know what, biker gang. Zombie, and monster, mo- and, biker boy, gang. And by the end of the movie, more than half of the cast is on acid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and there's yeah. a chainsaw fight. Yeah. So much fire. Yeah. And, uh, there's a tiger? Yeah, there's a tiger, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I I think I came away from it like I I really enjoyed watching it. I really enjoyed looking at it and and I had a really good time just taking it all in. Um I, I do think that in the step towards being a bit more of like a like accessible movie, it kind of takes a little bit of a step towards like, well, it is just another movie about a guy who's got to like his his like wife is murdered, yes. blah, 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 revenge movie. Yeah, but yeah. that's fine. Like yeah. I it, like it sucks that that's the 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 story for all these things, and I get that criticism of the movie and don't 100%, deny it. Yeah, but I also am like, but also it looked really great, and I just loved yeah, you know soaking and it insane, in and, and it did things that I've not seen before. And, yeah, and uh, you sort of glossed over. I mean the fucking the the biker gang like i mean yeah. i know you said it's yeah. weird but it's exceptionally fucking weird, fucking weird. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like i don't i imagine there's i when i'll watch it again because i definitely will yeah. and perhaps i'll be able to delve more deeply into the metaphors yeah. and what we're what we're looking at here as far as love and loss yeah. and uh, uh maybe in the contrast of differing ideas yeah but on its face, where you don't delve into it, it's this fucking bananas movie bananas. with like yeah. Hellraiser fucking yeah. biker bikers on yeah. a fucking four wheeler. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I and like... everyone's on acid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like really strong, awesome. strong. Two acid. guys yeah. are on acid and have a fucking chainsaw fight. Yeah. Uh, chainsaw yeah. fight. I, I like a movie that you know is very often presenting me with the reaction of like, okay, this now. And mm. and this movie does that, which kept me entertained. Like, yeah. okay, now it's the cult, and yeah. he's got an album, I guess, and I'll hear the <laughs> song. That fucking, was so yeah, good. Or like, and then wicked. now it's the bikers. Okay, yeah, and oh, I guess hey, they're going to hey, have acid now. Now here's Bill Duke. Yeah. And you're like, fucking A, Bill yeah. Duke. Let's make a sword. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how, how great was it, though, when he's just like, I'm here to pick up the Reaper. And, uh, you know, he, take, he takes the Reaper, and he's like, I got something else you might want. <laughs> It's like fucking arrows. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like yeah, you want fucking arrows. Yeah, yeah, they go with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's right. part of the deal. No, no. Yeah, oh, it's man. definitely a movie where I I was like when I when I saw everybody coming out and saying like whether they loved it or hated it or whatever, I was like, it was really divisive. It was it? very oh, divisive. Yeah, yeah there was like it was one of those movies where everybody was on it and then it came out on a more wide release and then there was all the like takes in the opposite direction of like yeah. this is fucking film bro wankery bullshit oh, and people were like artsy fartsy nonsense yeah or wow. like it's just dudes like whacking it to their carpenter scores and stuff and and it's like fine but i also was just like 
I just enjoyed it and the cheddar yeah, just goblin. Enjoy a crazy movie. Yeah, the cheddar Let's goblin. talk about the cheddar goblin vomiting <laughs> mac and cheese all over the children. That's, and they love it. That's they splendid. love it. For, <laughs> for a very, very brief millisecond, when the tr- commercial started, I was like, is this a real commercial? Yeah, oh, it's, do- no, it's done it's well. Not, yeah, at first, it was pretty, it's pretty really solid. Good. And they were watching Man Beast. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of great homage yeah. to like uh, trash, you know, or not trash, but just your uh, video shelf filler yeah. movies, you know, and that's what a lot of this is. Like you got a great little there's in, in one in the chainsaw fight, you get a great nod to both Texas Chainsaw Massacre yeah. two and Phantasm two. Yeah, uh, you've got the they're watching Man Beast, which is there. You've got obvious some a couple of obvious like Evil Dead yeah. nods going on. You've got Hellraiser going on. You've got Texas Chainsaw Massacre going on. Yeah, there's like a lot of fun, totally. but none of it is like. And now we're doing this. It's just like a nice mishmash of uh, cultivated eighties uh, knowledge. Yeah, of of the movies that do the eighties thing. I would much rather it be this kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, totally out there mishmash than like the really sort of simple and straightforward ones that are yeah. just like, and then we put a synth score on top or like, and then yeah. it's just like the kids are on bikes, so it'll make you think of Amblin or it, like where it's just <laughs> a sort of like, oh, like there's a movie called like Summer of 84 out right now that I've been yeah. meaning to watch, but it does kind of seem like it'll be that. Or like Turbo it, Kid. Or Tur, yeah. Which, eh, it's a chore. Yeah. Because I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like, this doesn't feel right either. Yeah. Because the, the, the references are off. And yeah. I don't I, know. It, this at least is more along the lines of like, I don't know. I don't want to say Tarantino, but like the idea of like, I'm going to take some very like blatantly obvious things from other things, but it's okay because usually because like they're being put together in a way that is at least interesting to me anyway. Yeah. So when I watched this movie, I was like, it's, it's wild and out there and, and fun. And I was just excited like to watch it, how it looked and see what was going to happen next. <laughs> what about yeah. Nick Cage? Yeah. yeah. He's great in it. He's pretty great, right? I thought he was great in Drinking it. Drinking the toilet vodka there. Oh, fuck. Just that scene was a, awesome. Just having a great yeah. Nick Cage moment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was it was like crazy Nick Cage, but like with focus. Yeah. Because <clears throat> I thought that scene was actually really good. Yeah. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's nuts, but it's like he's not wearing pants and the vodka and yeah. the screaming and stuff. But but it felt like, Nick, like it was just like nobody else like, could do that. What else do you do when, when you've experienced yeah. what just fucking happened to him? You yeah. Know? Fair enough. So yeah. Totally. He drinks a bottle of vodka and does the a bunch screams, of acid and goes yeah. on a crazy revenge fucking... But like, <laughs> yeah. What the fuck, man? Like, you know, you don't get movies like this too much. Oh, no. and, oh and, a, and a heap of cocaine as well. And a heap oh, of yeah, yeah. crazy <laughs> amount of cocaine. Like, yeah. it's, like, so fucked. Like, there's so much... You don't get movies like this. Yeah. Please enjoy your life and go and like watch these movies. Yeah. yeah, it's it's more fun to get into these things. I would also say that Andrea uh, Riseborough as Mandy is like I, I almost thought like may, maybe even a better performance. Like Nick Cage is amazing oh, and no, there, yeah, but yeah. She, she is she's uh, hypnotic. Is great yeah. in this movie. Her eye, like was it, was that visual effect on her eyes? Like when she's walking by the by the van and mm-hmm. something like they made her look like a. Oh God! Like a Coraline doll, almost. You know, yeah, what I mean? yeah. Like with the button. There's eyes, a lot like, of little oof. weird trickery. Like the whole thing is kind of an acid trip that's sort mm-hmm. of playing with you the whole time. And she was almost the kind of performance where, like, 
she disappeared into the role. It wasn't until like after the movie that I looked her up and I was like, oh, I've seen her in like yeah. lots of other movies. Yeah, like, you, even, yeah. Uh, Athena and I could put it together. I'm like, oh fuck, she was in uh, 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 Battle of the Sexes. Yeah, and Nocturnal Animals. Yeah, yeah. Never oh, Let Me wow. Go. Yeah, Oblivion. Yeah, like tons yeah. of big She's great. Movies. Yeah. Really good actress. Yeah, really good. So what kind of budget do they have to work with on a film like this? Like, this know. is like a... well, Batman's dad was the cult leader. Oh yeah. But the, with Thomas Wayne from the uh, Chris Nolan trilogy. Mm. Oh, wow. um, okay. The cult leader. Ned Dennehy? No. Linus Roche? Yes. Yeah. Oh, and also the, 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 another, the guy with the tiger? Yeah. <laughs> he, he played Joe Cool, the, the killer of Batman's parents mm. in the Chris Nolan trilogy. Well, holy nice. shit. Yeah. I feel like the budget of this must have been like a, over, it must have been a million. I don't know. Yeah, a million or two. Not yeah. Like a lot. Because <laughs> you don't need a lot to do this. Yeah, it right? looked, but you it know? looked. Uh, it say, looked great. You, guys, you, got, listen, you, you got a really good cinematographer. You and you, you want, you, there's yeah. a look you want. Yeah, yeah. You go get it, man. It's yeah, pretty good. I yeah. thought I, I, it's fine. I won't see a movie this unique the rest of October as I watch all kinds of crazy junk. Yeah, it's because uh, it. Yeah, it doesn't feel like some derivative slop like Turbo Kid. Yeah, and other shit like. This. Uh, yeah, just, just some. I mean, there's some some fucked up dialogue in it like the knock knock joke that i talked off the top <laughs> yeah but like their relationship is sort of is sort of fucked from a dialogue perspective yeah when they're talking hey i read that book about the galaxy today yeah the thick one whoa super weird yeah. super weird stuff yeah but but once but you it's... got into the movie like once yeah. you once the cult was introduced and you yeah. got into the movie yeah i was in yeah yeah, yeah. totally, totally and we'll yeah. definitely watch this again yeah Totally. Uh, and then think more about it. Yeah. This is craziness. <laughs> um, well, then my uh, counterpoint to that is on the opposite end of the spectrum. Uh-huh. I thought because it's uh, the season yeah. and and fits well with this because it's all kind of horror stuff. I went to the theater mm-hmm. and saw a brand new slasher movie called Hellfest. Oh, I don't even know what the fuck this is. It's uh, directed by Gregory Plotkin, and it is a movie about a bunch of uh, college-aged people who decide they're going to go to the, you know, like extreme haunted house sort of like fun park, you know, like going to Canada's Wonderland, doing the haunted houses and stuff. They're going to go to the one in their town or whatever that's like the place to go called Hellfest. And, you know, somebody is there killing people. (laughs) And and it stars a bunch of people that I didn't really know too much about. I think they seemed like kind of TV actors or actors from other sort of smaller movies. This is definitely a bit more of an independent, uh, smaller movie, lower budget. The kind of thing that, like, maybe Blumhouse would put out, but it wasn't put out by them. Yeah. And didn't get very good reviews, obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was just like, ah, I'm going to go to this. Why not? Uh, just because there wasn't really anything else horror related out until Halloween. So we went and watched this movie, my brother and my girlfriend and I, and it starts and I'm like, okay, this like dialogue isn't great. Um, and the characters are pretty annoying. It's a slasher. Um, but then when the movie ended, we were all kind of like, that wasn't awful. That was actually kind of fun. And I ended up liking Hellfest for a very specific reason in that when you get modern slashers, I just feel like they never do it right from the perspective of two things, the characters that you have and then the killer. So in this Mm -hmm. movie, what it does right is 
it's a killer. You don't know why they're doing it. Um, you get a bit of resolution at the end, but there's no like reveal. There's no convoluted story as to why they're killing people. It's just something that they're doing, mm. which is a lot of slasher movies do that, but it's nice when that is done. And then the characters I find in a lot of modern slashers are just all fuckheads. Yeah. And you just get a movie full of douche idiots. And then it's okay because they're all going to get murdered. Yeah. But this movie, surprisingly wisely, centers their assholes that you want to die around like these two uh, people that are kind of charming. They're not like amazing actors or anything, but there's like a kind of relationship, will they, won't they, with these two characters. And it's nice to have even just a little bit of charm to hinge these idiots that you're yeah. like they're they're the dialogue for the friends are all like dumb and that they're well, annoying see, all the modern slashers they do the mistake of just taking all your your uh your lambs for slaughter yeah. and, and like just and only using the Friday the 13th yeah. template of people to be killed exactly because they're all garbage but Friday the 13th was really lucky because you don't always get a fucking Crispin Glover exactly who's gonna do that crazy dance you <laughs> yeah. know or uh, your Corey Feldman yeah. or a Kevin Bacon like who are like helped elevate yeah, this help. exactly. nothing because what, re- what really worked when you look back at the slashes that are great uh, if you look at A Nightmare on Elm Street yeah. all those kids are really well defined and that's yeah. a lot of really good acting going on yeah uh, totally. you know, and Nancy's home life is fucked up. Yeah, and there's something there to hang your that. hat on that's interesting. You know, yeah. it isn't just a bunch of garbage people. Totally. Same thing with the good sequel. All the good sequels in Nightmare yeah. have interesting people, especially Same the third thing, one. Yeah, yeah, especially so the third one. Yeah. And then uh, the original Halloween, obviously, Laurie yeah. Strode is a, is an interesting character. There's something there. like that there's something going yeah. on. There's a backstory. And it's Friday the Thirteenth is the only one that just has a bunch of uh, they can't do anything right and just yeah. like running around with boners. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and it felt weird to be like, wow, finally a little bit of a brush. It was like a half breath of fresh air because the two characters at the middle of this movie they're not amazingly defined, but it was like they had this kind of awkward charm to them, and like their friends were pushing them together to be like, oh, you guys should date or whatever, but there was kind of like a weird thing going on there and it was nice that in in the sense of the first murder in this movie which is like pretty fucking brutal the first movie the first murder in hellfest was somebody that i didn't want to die i was like oh no <laughs> like <laughs> you know and and it's not yeah, a great, great i hope you did that in the theater it's not a great <laughs> movie but we had fun with it and i felt like its charms were small, but they got me through. It could have used some more kills, to be honest. There's some stretches of it where they're just running around the haunted houses, and I'm like, it's a good thing I like haunted houses because I'll watch them run around in it, but <laughs> I would prefer there to be some more action going on here. <laughs> but yeah, it's like a three-star movie, but I was I got what I wanted out of it. And and for it to Fair at enough. least understand that like you got to give me something to be charmed by instead of just idiots. I yep. was like, well, at least you knew that movie. <laughs> yeah. And it does have like a fun little twist at the end that like explains some things, but not too much. It's like nothing, nothing brilliant, but yeah, it's Hellfest. When it comes on Netflix, you'll watch it and be like, okay, not bad. Yeah. Could when, I expect a lot worse at a mainstream horror in movie theaters than this. So yeah, I was at least happy that it wasn't like garbage. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's cool. I'll yeah. watch this when it comes to me. Yeah, when it's on it's Netflix, yeah, give like it a poster. World. Yeah. Hellfest. Yeah. Hmm. Um, so we got to do our album then. Yeah. Oh, so did you listen to any of the album? <laughs> I listened to it three times. Oh, my, oh God. my God. You're amazing. <clears throat> I gave uh, Greg and Casey 
Casey got off. I guess maybe he already listened to it. Yeah. yeah, what an asshole you are, Casey. I had to listen to this fucking record for you. The new I hope Charlotte. he listened to it and didn't, didn't get a chance to bitch yeah. about it. <laughs> <laughs> it was the worst punishment. I was I just, like, good, good Charlotte have a new album and they look very goth on the cover, so let's mm-hmm. see what's going on here. Yeah. They played a concert with Dr. Phil on TV or something and Dr. Phil was all what? gothed up. Yeah. <laughs> Go check that out. No. Online. <laughs> you yeah. check it out, Dan Gorman. Yeah. yeah. Um, so what are they up to? I feel like it's been a long time. The same Dan, you have dumb to read, you have to garbage. Read that. That's from the Apple Music webpage. That, oh, yeah. That's the, that's the synopsis of mm, it. Confronts the opioid crisis. That's right. The Madden uh, Brothers. The Madden oh. Brothers return. Uh, they're anthemic. They're anth- oh, I can't even read it. <laughs> they're anthemic... Uh, uh, garbage. Yeah. yeah, I hate this fucking band so much. <laughs> I've always hated them so deeply, and there was nothing worse than when they were on top of the world, <laughs> and I had to listen to this fucking shit all the time. This dog shit dressed up like <laughs> punk or something, and they're just Backstreet Boys songs. That's that's what these are. They're Backstreet Boys songs with guitars. Yeah, that is fucking it. Except they're songs about how fucking demented they are. <laughs> And is I'm that like, what this album's like? More of the same, like, oh, pain and death. I'm like, dude, you're 45. <laughs> you are 45. What is with this fucking song, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Write me a song about paying your mortgage. <laughs> Give me an adult song. Like, I mean, this is not the way to deal with any kind of, like, anything emotional or stress or depression related. This Like, a 45-year-old still addressing things like he's a fucking teenager? <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? Who is this for? <laughs> No, one, no adult is going to be like, uh, me too. Yeah. I'm a dumb idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this fucking band. I don't, you know what? And I listened to it and I was listening to it and I'm like, my brain won't even let me listen to it. Yeah. I don't know what these songs sounded like because my brain just goes, oh, and it's, wow. so it's I, playing see, I and I'm back. like, I, I can't retain anything. These garbage lyrics, this <laughs> nothing. And all I could think, all I could think was like, this sounds like the Backstreet Boys. Just I go like back to like my 12 year old, 13 year old self who loved Guns Roses and yeah. Glossy Motley Crue and yeah. Poison yeah. and Warrant and shit. Right. And um, Guns N' Roses, I won't quite put that same category. <laughs> but but nevertheless, so there were a couple parts where I was just like, you know, I was like, do I recognize like the feelings that I'm having, like listening to this? Like, and you're right. And it's like, no, I shouldn't recognize. And mm. then when children start singing and there's that the oh, psychiatrist no. call yeah. in what? the one song. It's like, just tell me about uh, your dreams or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a little oh, kid right. talking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's really yeah. quite brutal. One song, Dan, you have to listen to it because there's one song. Yeah. It is the song called Prayers. Yeah. Oh, it's shit. It's a ripoff of um, the Weezer song. Um, Which song? Uh, the one about music. The one about all the songs. The songs that we are singing. It's on the Red uh, Album. Oh, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know the name of the song, but it's on the Red Album, and it's the one about music. Okay. And it is, the melody is almost completely uh, wow. ripped off. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Like, I mean. They could have ripped off a better Weezer album. <laughs> they, could, they, they could have done that. that one of the cruddy yeah. ones, the yeah. Red Album? Well, the Red many, One's not so good. Them, but, uh, Which one, when, when was the Red One? The red uh, one had uh, pork and beans. Pork on. and beans. Oh, yeah, God. yeah. This uh, is uh, nine songs, and I'm just like, thank God. But sort of strange that they have that they're showing some restraint. I, I guess. Oh well, but that I I I, I pictured like 
the gothy cover in my mind i was like okay they're really gonna lean away from what they used to be and now they're gonna be like a moody band or like no, a gothy they band. they're always or, moody but yeah. in like a big like party anthem way mm. <laughs> i don't understand how you can you can have the artifice of being punk or whatever the fuck they are and then have a record that is that slickly produced well, as well. The, the it's over, just, it's like, just like all shit. the old stuff too overproduced fucking garbage yeah the worst it's like uh, yeah. you know you know like how hip hop uh, older hip hop guys and uh, or people are you know don't like the mumble rap and blah blah mm-hmm. it's the same thing like when this was coming out like all punk whatever even if you weren't like full on punk if you were just like came up in the grunge era if yeah. that was your it was like this what is this fake <laughs> garbage yeah, it's back. like even when I was in and I felt and I felt sadness for the teenagers <laughs> yeah. that this was their high school. Yeah. I felt deep sadness for you. Even when I was into that time. kind of music when this came out, I was like, no, thank you. Good for <laughs> you. Their band would yeah. good for you. Yeah. Like you. lifestyles of the rich and famous. Oh. Well, if you do like, decide no, to dip no, in, no, the, no. What, that? what a what a bummer if that was yeah. your teenage years. <laughs> 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 Fuck off! You suck. That's oh, Benji. Oh, Benji and Joel. <laughs> Benji and Joel. I hate your band so much. <laughs> well, how are we going to do a punishment reversal or no? Because uh, the loser's not actually here. To yeah. Give it to us. Maybe we could uh, ask him online, and he'll give it to us to listen to. We'll re- report back next week. Did he watch this loser movie? Know. Did he listen to this album? <laughs> I don't know that he's allowed to give me should another just, okay, album. Should we just get a week off from Punishment Album then, I guess? <laughs> okay. Maybe. I can't think of a better... Yeah. Alternative? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you want to uh, listen I think to you the should... tribute to David Bowie I have saved for something. I think you, oh guys, <laughs> you guys should each pick an album that Casey has to listen to and report back on. You should each give him. He has a to fucking, listen to two albums. He has to listen to one from each of you. <laughs> hmm. Sorry, All right. Casey. Casey's listening to I'll the listen tribute to, to David Bowie. <laughs> 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 later. Oh, uh, yeah. You, no, you can no. cut out my recommendation saying that should be the case. No, you know what? If we get to do that, I'm going to give Casey the new album by Joan of Arc. Oh, you're the best. The new one, because there's a new there's one. A new one? Yeah. Just that. Yeah. I second Just that. that. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy. Oh, wonderful. <laughs> Great time. Um, all right. Well, then That's it's... for making me listen to Good Charlotte. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then it's time Good to roll. Oh, I have this nice new dice. I don't know where it is, though. Oh, well, I got the old. We got dice die. from the museum. Oh. Mm. Uh, so this week it's Halloween. Yeah, we're gonna do that. Yeah, it's Halloween's new Halloween out. movie. Yeah, yeah, um, and loser. Yeah, what's what was the one Psycho well, Santa? Yeah, well, I was like, we need the, a really shitty slasher movie, and uh, so I found one that looks misguided, and also. Oh, why not blend the holidays? Because yeah, what's not? right around the corner as soon as Halloween's done with Christmas. Christmas. So, Psycho Santa. Sweet. This movie is from 2003 and on IMDb. The plot is unknown at this time. It's been <laughs> 15 years. We still don't really out. know. Oh, yeah. my God. Uh, it's got uh, 2.3 out of 10. Great. Written and directed by Peter Keir. Peter Keir. Peter Keir. What else has he done? Wolfica. What? <laughs> Wolfica? Wolfica. Okay. Uh, <laughs> something has come to town, a loop guru. What? Are you talking words? 
He's just naming all the Ikea furniture yeah. in the room. Yeah. Lift Guru, the locals call it. But John and Jason, on the way into the woods, knew nothing of the gruesome discoveries. Is this Psycho Santa? No, I'm reading the Wolfica. Bodies savaged by a beast, neither man nor wolf, but possessing the worst qualities of both. Oh. <laughs> Sounds like something you guys have already yeah. watched, though. It's like he's a wolf. He's a mean wolf. He's also uh, racist and uh, lazy. Late he for work. the toilet seat yeah. up. He doesn't signal when he's changing lanes. He All the worst qualities around. of man. Yeah. Um, well, well I, I, here's geez. Psycho Santa. I found the uh, synopsis. Mm-hmm. While en route to a holiday gathering, young Ron teases his wife about the legend of a backwoods Santa with an axe to grind. However, when the legend comes to life, the Christmas bash turns into a holiday bloodbath. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay, good. Sweet. Oh, it's an anthology? Is it? I just thought I saw something about that. Hmm. What do these reviews say? Bad, bad movie. Terrible very, very amateurish poor. effort. We'll put even most Pathetic. the patient most patient of viewers through the paces. Yeah, very good. <laughs> Feels twice as long. Okay, very good. Avoid. Yeah. <laughs> Sign me up. Nope. I yeah. am curious about Wolfica who in their loop crew. <laughs> it's so weird because that's not on Letterboxd. Uh, so Wolfica? Yeah. Mm, it's on yeah. IMDb. All right. Very good. Well, it's time to roll. Yeah. All right. I'm mm. rolling. And Jamie will uh roll for Casey. That's a seven. It is a seven. All right. That's a five. That's a five. Casey. What do you got for Here Casey? You go. <laughs> oh, no. Tried to just put it to a yeah. two. That's a one. Oh, yeah. yeah. There, there you go. go. There you go. Psycho Santa for Casey. Yeah. yeah. Great. <laughs> Very nice. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty I'll see, uh, nice. Halloween then, I guess. Yeah, yeah. That's great. That'll make Athena happy. Amazing. So next week we will talk about uh, the new Joan of Arc album. Well, Casey will. Casey will. will. Um, and, and you and I will sit back and laugh uh, and laugh and laugh. <laughs> Casey will be very mad. Uh, and uh, we'll talk about uh, Halloween and Psycho Santa. Mm-hmm. Um, how should we end? should we end this? Where can everybody find you, uh, Jamie? Do you have multiple projects that you can plug? We did yeah. uh, fully and completely off right. the top. Yeah. Uh, I recently launched a Patreon campaign for a show of strength. Yes. And you can uh, find a show of strength at www.ashowofstrength.com. And that's my mental health related project that I was talking about earlier. So good. Mm. Amazing. So do that, you know. And you got a crazy eights night coming up, right? Oh, yeah. That's right. There's a big one coming up on the 25th of October. If you're in the Toronto area Mm -hmm. and you're not celebrating, uh, you're not going to a Halloween party that night, or you can show up in a costume. Yeah. And um, we're doing a big night. Every previous winner of this uh, competitive stand-up comedy night is coming back to to uh, redefend, and then we are announcing a headlining comic tomorrow Ooh. as well. So Ooh. nice, yeah. Same host as the last one. The same host as the last He's one. He's terrific. He is really good. What's his yeah, name? His name is Kyle Bergstresser, mm-hmm. and um, the winner. Uh, of this, but yeah, forget it. Yeah. Cut that. Sorry. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So you see a bunch of uh, great comics. Yeah, there's going to be eight eight comics plus a host plus a headlining comics. Yeah. Do the math there. That's ten comics. That's and ten. Yeah. Twenty twenty Holy bucks to get in. Smokes. Comics get paid. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a good night. We Amazing. we donate money to. Where are you doing it? It's going to be at the Social Capital Theater, which is 154 Danforth Avenue, Word. steps away from Broadview Station. That's nice. And your Twitter account is a show of strength, right? That's right. Yeah. Okay. 
because if you go there, you'll find. Uh, I find that you'll tweet all that stuff out, right? So like, yeah. you'll t- tweet yeah. about the 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 night there as well, and and then on your website, I assume. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. So that's uh, what you need to do, listener. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we will, as always, see you next Wednesday. We will uh, see you again. Um, goodbye, internet. Um, leave the bear. Leave the bear. <laughs> leave it in the corner. <laughs> Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's Nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's K-N-I-X.com. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.